Number one, what is fasting and praying? Why do we fast and pray? And the importance of fasting and praying. So as we lead into our time of fasting and prayer, which will start next week on the 10th of January, my, my, my goal with, the, with this month's messages on fasting and praying is really to equip the disciple of God so that the disciple of God who goes into fasting have an effective time of fasting and prayer. Uh, knows what we go into, why we do this and, and how we do that. And that's really my goal. And that's why we'll be looking through this time at Isaiah. So I saw in the email, I by accident write Isaiah 85. It's not 85, it's Isaiah 58. Um, there's no Isaiah 85. And again, because I want the child of God, the fasting to be effective when we fast, our time of prayer to be effective, because fasting is a very powerful discipline and it can change our households, it can change our communities, it can change our country, it can change the world if it is done correctly. And that is what we want to achieve and that's why we want to equip the believer this month to fast so that even when you fast throughout the year on your own, you will know exactly what you are getting yourself into and what is expected of you during a time of fasting. So for today we will look at what is fasting, why we fast and the importance of fasting. It's only those three things that I would like to answer and talk you through so that when we start our fast we know exactly what we are getting ourselves into. So the first question that we would like to look at is what is fasting and prayer? What is fasting and prayer? Now fasting and prayer first of all goes hand in hand. You Fasting without prayer is simply just starvation. It's not even a diet. It's just starvation. You starve yourself when you, fa when you fast but you don't spend time in prayer. When you fast and pray, the emphasis is to be put on prayer. You need to spend time in prayer when you are fasting. Otherwise, you are just starving yourself. You're not even dieting. You are just starving yourself. Prayer needs to go hand in hand with fasting. Fasting needs to include prayer. Um, because fasting... When, when, we, when we fast and we include prayer, we grow the spiritual man or woman, the spiritual person inside of us. But if we only fast and there's no prayer, there's no benefit to the spiritual man. There's physical benefits to the physical body when we fast, but there's no spiritual benefits because there's no connection to the Creator when we don't pray while fasting. Fasting is a spiritual discipline that is taught in the Bible. Jesus expected His followers to fast. And he said that God rewards fasting. Fasting, according to the Bible, means to voluntarily reduce or eliminate your intake of food for a specific time and for a specific purpose. I've seen this in my whole life, that if I don't have a, <laughs> a, a, a good enough reason or, or if I don't have a goal when I fast, when temptation for hunger comes, <laughs> I fall for that temptation because there's no goal, there's no end, um, end goal when I, we, we, to which I fast towards. You can't just say, I'm fasting now and you're praying. What are you praying for? 
there needs to be a reason why you are not eating and you are submitting to prayer and fast. It needs to be a result that you require after you have fasted and prayed. Otherwise, your 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 your, your fasting, you, the temptation would be too hard. Um, it would feel like as if you are punching in the dark, not knowing what you, what you are punching. You are just punching, and that that means you'll give up quickly because you'll get tired. It'll feel like you are running a race, but you don't know where you are running because there's no goal. Again, it'll feel like you are tired. Matthew chapter 6 verse 16 to 18 says, When you give up eating, don't put a sad face like the hypocrites. They make their faces look sad to show people they are uh, giving up eating. I tell you the truth, those hypocrites already have their full reward. So when you give up eating, comb your hair and wash your face. Then people will not know that you are that you are giving up eating, but your father, whom you cannot see, will see you. Your father sees what is done in secret, and he will reward you in Jesus' name. So two things that's, that's in this passage that Jesus talks about. Number one, he says, when you give up eating, um, it's almost as if Jesus is talking under the assumption that he is um, that fasting is a regular practice in the life of a disciple. But even if you look at those people, fasting was a regular practice for them. It was a normal thing for them to do. And what the Pharisees liked to do was they would like to, they liked to, to, to not comb their hair and not wash their faces and walk around and, and be sad. And, oh, we are fasting. We are fasting. Oh, feel sorry for us. And that's not what Jesus is saying. He says, when you're fasting, it's between you and your father. As regular as you might fast, no one is actually supposed to know, except the people in your household, that you are fasting. Comb your hair, wash your face. Some translation says, oil your, put oil onto your face when you are fasting. Because when you, when you fast to your father in private, he will reward you also in the public. He advises people in this. And, and, and this is what Jesus is saying. Fast regularly. But when you do, do the following. It's between you and God. Don't tell anyone about it. And there you go with it. Amanda Edmondson writes, she, she, she says about biblically, biblical fasting, she says, Biblical fasting is mentioned uh, in both the Old and New Testament. In the Old Testament, it was often a way of expressing grief or a means of humbling one's self before the Lord. In Psalms 53 verse, 35 verse 15, David humbled himself with fasting. In the New Testament, it means it was a means to grow closer to God through mediating and focusing on Him. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to 2, Jesus went to the wilderness to fast for 40 days. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, we learn that we aren't to look somber while fasting so that it's not obvious to others when we are fasting. Throughout the New Testament, fasting and prayer are often mentioned together. They don't go apart. It's not a thing of you either fast or you pray. Fasting and prayer goes together. In Acts chapter 13 verse 3, they had fasted and prayed. In Luke chapter 2 verse 37, a widow worshipped uh, day and night fasting and praying. I want to ask you a question. Consider for yourself what fasting is. And consider what your personal reason would be for you to go into a time of fasting and prayer. 
for you to give up food during this time? What is that need you have God meet in your life in this season that can only be done by fasting and by praying? Second question which I would like to talk you through is why do we fast and pray? Why do we fast and pray? First and foremost, we fast and pray because we want to draw near to the Lord. Not That's the primary reason why the believer should fast and pray. Because he or she wants to draw near to the Lord. We want to get closer to the Lord. We want, we want to get to know Him better. We want ourselves to be filled more with the Lord. When we fast, we make more time for prayer than we usually do. As I said, the emphasis is on fasting and prayer. When we fast, we make more time for prayer when we usually do. You can use the time you normally spend eating as the time in prayer for what God wants to do in His church. In the Bible, fasting is always connected with prayer. In Acts chapter 13, verse 2, verse 3, uh, uh, the Bible says, While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. They needed leaders. They needed to decide who they were going to send. And they went into fasting and prayer. And the Holy Spirit spoke and they sent Saul and Barnabas. Second reason, fasting why we fast is fasting demonstrates the depth of our desire when praying for something. How badly do you want this breakthrough? How badly do you want to see change in this world? How badly do you need this touch from God that you are willing to give up something that is most precious to you? And that is food or social media or TV or however you decide. Fasting shows you it shows that you are serious enough about your prayer request to pay a personal price. And God honors a, de a deep desire of prayer and of faith. Now, um, Joel chapter 1 verse 14 says, Declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. Summon the elders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord in fasting and prayer. Uh, Joel chapter 2 verse 12 says, Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, fasting, weeping, and mourning. Again, it's a good place to be when you want to return. Maybe maybe your flame, your, your, your vigor, your love for God has died down. And it's not as it was in the first time, perhaps fasting in prayer would be a means for you to draw closer to God so that that flame that you once had can be ignited again in you. Perhaps that's what God is calling you to fasting prayer because you've tried counseling, you've tried reading the Bible, you've seen this prophet and that prophet and this man of God and that man of God. Perhaps it's time for you to draw near to God in fasting and praying so that he can reignite that flame in your life again. Fasting also releases, and that's why we fast, is 
It also releases God's supernatural power. It is a tool we can use when there is opposition to God's will. Let me say this again. Fasting releases God's supernatural power. It is a tool we can use when there is opposition to God's will. Sometimes opposition to God's will can mean sin that is holding you back. Whatever that is in your life. Then that means fasting and prayer delivers you from that. God gives you a breakthrough. I've never in my life fasted and prayed and not have an answer from God. Whether it was for deliverance from something, whether it was for a breakthrough, whether it was for provision, whether it was for whatever. I've never in my life experienced, uh, went into fasting, praying, and God has not, and I have not encountered God. So be encouraged as we go into this time of fasting that that, that, that it's a, you can release God's supernatural power on your life for whatever you need the breakthrough for. Satan would like nothing better than to cause division, discouragement, defeat, depression, and doubt amongst us. But united prayer and fasting has always been used by God to deal a decisive blow to the enemy. Fasting, um, when I was younger, I used to, uh, uh, just after school, fresh in ministry, I used to fast much more often. And sometimes I would get scared because God would move too fast um, throughout the year. And then I would, I, would, I would sometimes make the mistake of stopping and just, just trying to catch up with what God is doing. But little did I know that I was trying to... I, I, now I know that I was trying to catch up in the flesh with what was happening in the spirit. That's why I couldn't keep up. But now I know that in order to move with God as fast as God moves, we always say God is slow, but I believe God is very fast once that breakthrough is there. Now, in order to move with God and as fast as God moves, we need to move with Him in the Spirit. We, 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 many times people say we, we, we follow the Holy Spirit, but as you grow in God, you are now in the Spirit. Your Spirit is part of God's Spirit. You start to understand the mind of Christ, the thoughts of Christ, the knowledge of Christ. When you walk, you walk in the spirit of Christ. And that's what I want to encourage you. So uh, Ezra chapter 8 verse 23 says, And we so we fasted and prayed about these concerns, and he listened. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 6, God says, this is one of the passages we'll be preaching through through this month. God says, is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke. To set the oppressed free and break every yoke. And finally, we, we, we get to the place, the question of asking, why is fasting and prayer so important? Often in the Bible, God's people fasted immediately. Before a major victory. Often, I'll, I'll give you a few examples of that now. Uh, or before a miracle or answer to prayer. It, fasting is important because it prepares them or the people of God for the blessing or the breakthrough that is about to come. It prepares your spiritual character. Uh, you know, we've heard many times, you know, that your, that, that your gifts can take you places 
but it's your character that keeps you in that place. So your gift can open doors for you, but it's your character that keeps those doors open. But I want to say, you know, you know, fasting and prayer, once the breakthrough has come, it allows your spirit to understand what is happening because now that the flesh has been subdued, submitted under the spirit, the spirit man now connects with God. We can't connect with him in the spirit because that's sin, the, the flesh is sinful. So the spirit man now connects with Christ and we understand what he's doing. That's why, that's why I'm saying it, it quickens your spirit fasting and praying so that you can understand what's happening in the spiritual realm. What is God busy doing? And your heart doesn't rebel against God and saying, but why didn't God answer my prayer? It is more of a situation where it's God, not my will, but your will. Look at Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. He was under so much stress that he, he was under so much stress that he bled, that he sweated blood. And an angel appeared to him, strengthened, and he prayed. He said, Lord, not my will, but your will. And then the angel appeared to him, and then he was strengthened, and then Jesus was ready to die. I mean, Moses fasted before he received the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Moses, in Exodus chapter 34 to 28, Moses was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights without eating bread or drinking water. And he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. He fasted and prayed. The Israelite fasted before a miraculous victory in a second Chronicles chapter 20 to 2 to verse 2 to 3. Some men came and told Je Jehoshaphat, a vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the sea. It is already in Hazazon, Tamar. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord and he, and he proclaimed a fast. For all of Judah. Daniel fasted in order to receive guidance from God. In chapter 9 verse 3 of Daniel. So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him. In prayer and petition. In fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. While I was still in prayer. Gabriel the, uh, Gabriel, the man I had seen in the earlier vision. Came to me in a swift flight. And about the time of evening sacrifice. He instructed me and said to me, Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding. After he fasted and prayed, Nehemiah fasted before, the, uh, before beginning a major building project. I mean, we've preached through Nehemiah last year in uh, Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 4. He says, when I heard these things, I sat down and I wept. For some days I mourned. And fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. And God gave him victory. We all saw that. It's recorded in the Bible. Look at Jesus in Luke chapter 4 verse 2. He fasted during his victory over temptation in the wilderness. For 40 wilderness days and nights he was tested by the devil. He ate nothing during those days. And when the time was up he was hungry. And we all know that Jesus came through there victorious. The first Christian fasted during the season-making times. While they were worshipping the Lord, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them 
and send them off. That's what they did when they were choosing leaders in the Old Testament. They fasted and they prayed and the Holy Spirit revealed to them who those leaders are. Another author wrote the following about fasting, which I would want to share. And I'm coming to the end of this message. He said, when we fast and pray, we are taking time away from a meal or an activity to devote our entire being to focusing on God. We find we are more sensitive to the voice of God, more attuned to hearing what He has to reveal to us. Gently, God whispers in our mind what we were really thinking at the time of our sin, what our true intent was, and we are shocked momentarily. He continues to say, Then, like a light turned on in a pitch black room, we see it. We did mean harm. We were manipulative. Even though our recognition makes us want to hide our face, our loving Savior lifts our chin. So it's a picture of someone lifting your chin while you are looking down because you've done wrong. So this is a picture of this person lifting our chin. So he says, our loving Savior lifts our chin to look into his forgiving eyes. As we repent, we no longer want to hide, but to praise and worship the very one who has confronted our wrong. So we went from being ashamed then we fast. God reveals to us our intention of our sin. He restores us. He lifts up our chin. And the next step is we praise and worship Him. For He has restored us. And He was the one who gently confronted what we did wrong. I want to conclude this message. And I want to conclude by making the following statement. And I need you... To keep this in mind and to constantly check your heart as we go into the fast from the 10th of January. And it is this. Remember that fasting is not earning an answer to prayer. We cannot earn our way to salvation. And the same way fasting is not a way of earning an answer to prayer. God cannot be blackmailed by our human effort. It's impossible to do that because then we say we believe in works and um, works cannot bring us into salvation. It's a gift, okay? God wants to answer our prayers and He answers our prayers out of grace. Grace, which is a gift from God. He answers out of grace. Fasting simply prepares us for God's answer or for breakthrough. Andrew Murray um, a tennis player said the following, he said, Prayer is reaching out after the unseen. Fasting is letting go of all that is seen and temporal. Fasting helps us express deepen, con uh, fasting helps us express deepen and confirm the resolution that we are ready to sacrifice anything even ourselves, to attain what we seek for the kingdom of God. That is what fasting does. Sorry, I don't know what happened to my, to my PowerPoint now. Now, with that being said, I leave you with this, and this is my concluding, concluding few sentences. What is that one thing that you need from God 
to, uh, that you need to give up in a time of prayer and fasting? What is that one sin you need deliverance from that is blocking you from furthering your relationship with God? Perhaps this is an ideal to start dealing with it through fasting and praying. And lastly, I am looking forward expectantly to see what God will do in the life of His church corporately and individually. And may you, who is also going to partake in this fast, um, starting on the 10th of January, may you go into this fast with the expectation that God is going to do something in the life of the church as an individual and the church globally and the church corporately, our local church. Because I have an expectation and I know He is. He loves surpassing our expectation. So I am looking forward to what God will be doing during this time of prayer and fasting. I know it will be like a time like no other. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Let me... Let me, allow me to pray together with you. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we love you so much. We appreciate you so, so, so much. We adore you so, so much. Lord, thank you for this tool that you've given us called fasting and praying. Lord, as we prepare our bodies and our lives to seek you to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice we pray that you give us strength during this time we pray that you would attend to the needs of your people according to your riches in glory father we bless your name for you are worthy to be praised you are worthy to be adored you are worthy you are worthy you are worthy lord i pray that you would open up that you would throw out up open the windows of heaven and Pour out a blessing over your people. I pray that we would be a repentant people. I pray that we would be a people full of your spirit as we go into this time of prayer and fasting in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. We bless your name, Lord. Amen and amen.